0: Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noise from the Noise Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do, or what inspires them? So, here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Welcome to Art Talk Live with Lynette Fast, and... I'm here from Noise Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street. Please join us at noiseartgallery.com as we listen to artists telling their stories about what they do, why they do it, and how they do it. We'll give you a little bit of insight into the eyes of artists. We're happily supported by KZUM 89.3, and remember to come back often and listen to our podcasts. With me in the studio today is Aaron Bat? He is a artist, sculptor, metal glass sculptor from Noise Art Gallery and very interesting, unique kinds of sculptures that will bring you curiosity. You've really got to stop in the gallery or go by our website and look on his artist page to view his work. Hi Aaron, thanks for
1: coming in. Hi Lynette. Thanks for having
0: me. Would you please tell us a little bit about your background here? You know, I like to ask people how you knew that you were going to be an artist. And if you can remember that time in your life when things clicked for you, and tell us a little story that takes us back to that time.
1: Well, I remember back in my early teens, I was in a ceramics class. I just remember not being really drawn to making necessarily pots or coil structures. I was more into creating objects of, of sculptural interest. And in that case, I made a, a sort of a torso, sort of like the, the victory torso that you might see at the Louvre, and it was of a victorious sort of structure of, of, a, of a male uh, with his arms up as if he had won a race in this case. But that sort of triumphant sort of uh, feeling that you might get from looking at, at someone with their arms raised in that typical V way, that sculpture went and, and won second place in a, a local sculpture contest. That's kind of where I got sort of uh, some feedback and some support and uh, kind of the initial bug of, of sculpting.
0: And at an early age, in high school, that hit you.
1: Yeah, even that might have been even pre-high school.
0: So you started out working with clay, it sounds like, primarily.
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, the malleability of clay and the, the tangible aspect of being able to form something with my hands has always been a draw to me artistically.
0: And now you have moved to metals and glass. What does your work look like now? Let's describe it.
1: Well, I typically don't like to do cookie cutter sorts of things. So my work kind of travels along a pretty wide spectrum of metal and glass put together. Something I like to bring into my work is an organic feel, as if the the metal or the glass doesn't fit into necessarily straight lines or a linear plane. I like to bend and manipulate those materials so that they create somewhat of a dance themselves that looks a little bit more organic rather than linear if that makes sense.
0: It does as we take a look at your work on the noiseartgallery.com artist page for Aaron Bat, that's A-A-R-O-N-B-A-T-T. Aaron has a few images there and you'll notice that his pieces are wall pieces Uh, He also does freestanding sculpture, too.
1: That's correct. I've done things as small as, you know, small dinner plate to things up to the size of, uh, you know, six, seven feet tall. And I do sometimes like to add mobility or movement into my pieces as well.
0: I see a a lot of movement opportunity, almost wind chime appearance with dangling and hanging components that could easily move and and shift as a wind might blow them.
1: Yeah, I've added that into a number of my pieces as well as um, spinning components as, as I said before, the organic nature of life is something that I try to bring through my my artwork and I think pretty much everything in life is is moving and spinning, albeit very slow in some cases.
0: (laughs) Hey, uh, as we look at these sculptures then, I see that you're using materials. It appears maybe there's some aluminum and then some steel. Uh, Your technique has a heavy welded and metal cut looking edge to it. It's rough and tough looking. You know, it's very organic, like you said, but it also has a a very substantial weight kind of a look to it.
1: In some cases, yeah, there is a nice heaviness to it or sort of a graphic quality. I like the play of black and white and the negative and positive spaces that can be created. Uh, But as well, sometimes I like to make things look as if they're sort of floating. So yeah, there is a sort of heaviness to some of the work, but I also try to bring in a lightness into some of the work as well, sort of a balance between those masculine, feminine, light, heavy sort of opposite dualities.
0: What has inspired you through your creative process? You know, take us back to getting an, an idea and then how that evolves and develops. Maybe you have a piece you're working on right now that you could use as an example.
1: A lot of my work these days has to do with getting down to the smaller components of what makes life life. Cells, movements, energy, those sorts of things are very inspiring to me. Sometimes it's just a snapshot or something that I've seen, like, uh, say, the crook of a tree or the unfolding of one of those fiddle, I think they call them fiddle jacks, fiddleheads from ferns. That sort of repetitive yet differential shape uh, are quite inspiring to me. And sometimes it's something as simple as that or just a movement of a person or movement of water. Those sorts of things are quite inspiring, and that's what I try to, bring through and try to define what's going on with that in my artwork.
0: I see even you keep your glass components to a real neutral, muted kind of color. Uh, There's a lot of greens or black and white or clear glasses.
1: I, I tend to see things more in that sort of graphic zone. And although I love color, I like to keep things sort of simplistic so that the viewer can sort of draw their own conclusion and put it into an environment where it picks up the environment and becomes part of it rather than standing out.
0: So talking a little more about materials here, you must have some good skill at welding and cutting, uh, working with metals and those kinds of techniques. And then also we would have to throw onto that your glass skills.
1: Yeah. I've sort of got a smattering of things that I like to put together. Originally, I, I started with these kind of more difficult materials like glass and metal through stained glass techniques, more specifically the, the Tiffany method, which tends to use uh, copper foil and solder to create a larger body. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but you've seen the Lewis Comfort Tiffany lamps that have many pieces, and there's a lot of flowers and certain shapes that are cut into those but that would be called the tiffany technique rather than doing flat panels i immediately went sculptural and i believe my first lamp was a, a female bus life size and that was a lamp a wall lamp so that's kind of where i got my start and i just had to make it sculptural so yeah i uh, went from that to using what they call warm glass technique which is kiln fired where you melt glass and either fuse it or slump it or melt it into different forms. So uh, from there, I I figured I need something to hold this all together. Metal was the next kind of logical step and it's always intrigued me. I also like the aspect of heat and fire. Um, I'm a little bit of a pyromaniac. That can can be fun, but I, I like what the heat does to metal. It makes it far more malleable and tactile where you can feel the metal start to move so it's not this hard difficult substance when you get it red hot anymore it becomes more like a putty a lot like melted glass that's kind of my progression and and that kind of zone of this tactile and mobile media is is kind of like where I is my playground most recently I've gotten more into blacksmithing which stays right in that zone where you heat a metal to where it's a moldable, malleable form, and you can do pretty much anything That skill and time are the only parameters that dictate what you can do.
0: With us in the studio today is Aaron Bat, artist and metal glass sculptor. We're learning how his techniques have changed from well, pottery clear back in high school to working with stained glass in a Tiffany kind of style, and then moving more into what's called warm glass technique where the glass is melted to a softer state using a kiln and making the glass fuse or slump or form into uh, new kinds of shapes without completely becoming liquefied. He also enjoys blacksmithing, which again softens and makes metals malleable. And he does get a lot of interest from observations of life. Taking a look at movement really shows in Aaron's work with movement coming from people and water. Uh, He talked about watching trees, seeing interesting little crooks in trees and you'll see that in his very organic, uh, kind of bent and manipulated materials in his sculptures. When you stop into Noya's Art Gallery, you'll see a few wall pieces, uh, sculptural wall pieces, and then you'll also see some freestanding smaller scale pieces that stand on, you know, like an interior. Aaron, I believe you do larger scale outdoor sculptures too. Yes,
1: I do. The last things I did, they contain movement and water, which I really enjoyed and I'll continue doing. Sort of a gazing pool with a large spinning component to it as well. Yeah, and that just kind of plays in with that sort of organic and elemental feel that I was discussing before. I'm also a big nature lover and enjoy surfing, skiing, hiking, biking, and getting outdoors in general ways. So that's of great inspiration in my work. But yeah, that's uh, I've done some large bells, very organic, spirals, swirls, and uh, these sort of gazing pool, bird baths, things like that. It tends to be my larger work.
0: Do you have your work available in any other locations?
1: Yeah, my website is at com. It's rather rudimentary. It's not my forte, but it is something that in this world needs to happen. So there's also some examples of my work there online. I generally show out of noise. I do the art in the garden show, and I also do showings by appointment at my home where I have a good bit of artwork as well.
0: If someone was interested in a commission, how would we get a hold of you to discuss those ideas?
1: I can always be contacted through Noise Gallery to discuss any sort of commission work, but yes, I'm very open to commissions and that allows me to kind of be in between my own creativity and also parlay the creativity of another person into my body of work, which is really a lot of fun.
0: You mentioned that your work is at Noise Art Gallery and it is on display all the time. That's 119 South 9th Street, and we're open Tuesdays through Saturdays from 10 to 5. You can also come on 1st or 3rd Fridays, and we have extended hours from 6 to 9 p.m. when we have our special celebration openings. Erin, you mentioned the Sunken Gardens coming up. Uh, September 14th, we will have our Art in the Garden event at Lincoln Sunken Gardens, 27th and Capitol Parkway. Do you have any other shows that we should be aware
1: of? You know, with this long winter, I am just getting into that mode. Springtime is the time when the world reawakens and it gets to be a lot easier to work with the materials that I choose to work with. Metal and glass are no fun in the cold.
0: <laughs> they cool too fast.
1: Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's funny, the, the gas ratio with welding, actually, the gases get compressed and you use them up at almost four times the rate when you're trying to weld in, mm. in cooler or cold temperatures.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Aaron.
1: Thank you very much, Lynette. I, I appreciated you having me.
0: Well, remember, folks, you can view Aaron Bat's work at Noyes Art Gallery, 119 South 9th Street. Hope you'll stop in and see his work. And the other up to 125 artists showing all the time at Noyes Art Gallery. This is Lynette Fast at KZUM. Please join us again. This is Julia Noyes from the Noise Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.